What is going on, everybody? This is Mike Hughes, and you're listening to Mike on the Mic, everything sports-related podcast. Today is Sunday, October 24th, 2021, and we have an amazing show for you today because we are talking about something that hasn't happened in so long that I can't even remember. The Chicago Bulls are not only first in the Eastern Conference, but we are starting off the season 3-0, and baby. The Chicago Bulls are 3-0, and being led by Zach Levine, Lonzo Ball, and DeMar DeRozan. They are absolutely crushing the league right now. We are winning every single game that we are playing by a large margin. Um, you know, we start off kind of slow, but then we always get the chemistry going and, and, and guys just make their shots. Um, you know, a big thing right now that I'm looking at and and what's so unbelievable to me is if you even go as far as not even a year ago to this day, if you go back to October 24th and tell me that the Bulls can beat, you know, a, a Pistons team without Cade Cunningham twice and, and a Zion Williamson list, uh, New Orleans Pelicans team, it's questionable. I, I really think if you were to put that 2020 Chicago Bulls team and where it is right now, now not the second half, but the first half where it was Wendell, Laurie, uh, Zach, and Kobe just running and Patrick Williams, um, Thaddeus Young and them, you know, uh, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm, realistically, I'm looking at one and two. I think you lose the New Orleans and I think the Pistons beat you once. Um, you know, we, we did beat the Pistons every time we faced them last year. Um, but, you know, just to start the season, you know, Pat's a rookie and he's not shooting the ball as well as he is right now. Um, you know, I, I definitely do think we, we, we count those losses. I, I definitely could see a one and two situation or maybe a two and one. Um, but then you never know. You also could be 0 and three. But this year, one year later, the Chicago Bulls have completely taken the United Center back over. You know, the Chicago Blackhawks have been holding it down for a very long time, all the way from 2010, all the way to 2015, and, and then, you know, still having fans there for a very long time. Bulls Nation, we lost it. We lost it for a while. A lot of fans went into hiding. Uh, it's because of Gar Foreman and, and John Paxton, the Gar Pax era. You know, it really did fuck stuff up. Even the media doesn't trust us anymore. Even the media won't give us the respect we deserve. Um, and a big part of that is because of the simple fact that just the trust and the overall disrespect that this front office had, um, you know, and, and they, they were treating our players with so much, just so much ignorance, you know, the Jimmy Butler, Fred Hoiberg situation, uh, how they handled Derrick Rose and Joakim Noah, how they handled Tibbs, how they handled so many players throughout this league. Um, it, it was just so disrespectful. And, and the way they went about it was just God awful. Um, but yeah, so with that being said, not going to be the longest episode today because I do feel like I keep reiterating myself. It's so early on in the season, but we're going to be talking about the game today. Um, I had an amazing conversation with Stacy King today, Chicago Bulls, three-time NBA champion. I want to make sure I get that right. Three-time NBA champion. Um, I wanted to make sure I didn't miss one, but um, and current Bulls commentator. Come on. Bang, bang, bang. Zach Levine. Give me the hot sauce. The, one of the greatest to do it. Um, you know, I, I don't sound like Stacy whatsoever when I when I um, uh, you know try to uh, impersonate him, but you know you know who he is, and he's one of the greatest to do it. And he will hopefully be coming on the podcast very soon uh, once he gets a couple of things handled in, in his personal life, and you know he's just in a new living situation, all this other stuff we were talking about. Um, but you know. So I'm really excited about it. I can't wait to pick his brain about how he feels about this Bulls team. It was an honor to speak with him today. We had an amazing conversation. Um, and if you didn't know, I know a lot of you guys don't usually stay towards the end of the video. Um, FS1's Rob Parker, and he's been on ESPN before too. FS1's Rob Parker will be coming on the show tomorrow, October 25th, Monday night, around 10.30, 11 o'clock. That'll probably be posted around midnight or the following morning on Tuesday. So be on the lookout for that. Wednesday, we have previous Chicago Cubs um, 
you know, speaker and, and now current Chicago White Sox. Um, we have Len Casper. It's an amazing week for Mike on the mic. We have an, everybody, everybody's coming on. Everybody's coming on and we're living our best life. Uh, Stacey King will follow soon after. We're still in talks with Jarrett Payton, um, Walter Payton's son, who's done commentary and was in the NFL before. Um, you know, we're still waiting on him. You know, he's got, he's a very busy man, but we got a lot in store for you coming from now all the way to the end of the year. Um, so I'm really excited about it. I can't wait to continue on. And I just hope you guys continue to rock with me. Um, but anyways, back to the game. The Chicago Bulls beat the Detroit Pistons again, uh, at this time at the United Center. 97-82 to 82 was the final score. Again, Cade Cunningham was not in this game, but they still had Jeremy Grant. Uh, Kelly Olynyk actually looks a lot better in this team than I expected. Um, I like Kelly, but I, I didn't know how he would exactly fit. Uh, I like the way he fits so far. But we're going to be talking about the stat line really quick. Um... First off, DeMar DeRozan, 34 minutes, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, and 21 points. An amazing game from DeMar DeRozan. He completely took over, even outshined Zach Levine. With Zach Levine, 33 minutes, 14 points, 5 assists, and 4 rebounds. Um, and, and, you know, we're going we're gonna to fly through this really quick, and, and then I'm going to be talking about it because, again... I know you guys, you know, we, we literally talk about every single Bulls win, and that's what we're going to be doing all season long. Uh, Patrick Williams, 30 minutes, four rebounds, one assist, and nine points. This man was crazy from the three-point line. I will address this really quickly. I forgot to mention it last episode um, because, you know, it was a little bit soon, um, but but I'm happy I'm starting to see it more, and it's something I feel more confident talking about. Patrick Williams, three-point shot, and I understand he is being left open a lot during them. Um, but it looks nice. It looks nice. He's hitting them. He's knocking them down. It's really good. Um, I, I know that's a very, uh, a bland statement to make. It's really good, but it, it surprises me. You know, he did not come into this league being the greatest three point shooter. Um, that, that wasn't what he was really known for. He's more of a defensive presence. We all know the claw, uh, or the paw, pardon me. He's, he's the duplicate of Kawhi Leonard in, in the claw kind of statement. Uh, Stacey King and them actually gave him that nickname last year. So, um, you know, it really is a plus, I guess you could say. Um, you know, it's not like a guaranteed every single night he's going to be hitting threes, um, but it's definitely a plus and it's definitely something that we can build off of because, again, one of our biggest flaws, I feel like, even with the Lakers, is our three-point shooting. Uh, Zach can hit him. Lonzo can prove he can hit him. Vucevic is kind of struggling, but, you know, we know we all know what he could be um, and what he was with us last year and with the Magic. So we definitely can't count on with that. DeRozan does his thing. Um, Caruso, obviously, a bunch of guys can shoot the three ball. But at a consistent level, I, I feel like if Patrick Williams could tap into that, that's, def- that's, even, more, that's even more exciting than before. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just really surprising me that he's knocking them down as consistently as he has been. Um, but next up, we got Nikola Vucevic. Again, not the greatest game from him. Still missing shots, but it's okay. It's very early on still. Um, 33 minutes, 19 rebounds. Three assists and 15 points. That's just enough. And that's why it doesn't really matter. Um, as long as he's getting the boards and as long as he's being effective, he doesn't need to be that primary scorer. Um, but there are a couple times where I do look at him and I say, okay, well, you got to knock those down because we are playing bad teams um, so far. You know, I'm not, I'm not taking away our 3-0 record. Um, but we when we play up against, you know, the Lakers or so on and so forth, they're a lot bigger than us. When we play against the Bucks, when we play against Bam, when we play against Embiid, we got to make sure we hit those shots because every shot will count. 
Um, so, so that's definitely something we need to take in consideration. Now, Lonzo Ball, 38 minutes, 13 points, one assist, and four uh, rebounds. It was very, uh, it was a very quiet night from uh, Lonzo Ball um, from the assist category. You know, he wasn't really himself, but it, it was a very f- the offense was flowing very well. I feel like guys were just making their shots and taking the, every opportunity they could. Um, so, so it was nice to see Alex Caruso, 27 minutes, zero rebounds, four assists and 12 points. Amazing game. Amazing game from Alex Caruso getting MVP chance at the United Center. Fucking insane. Becoming a fan favorite already. Um, Lakers fucked up letting this guy go point blank period. But, um, I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about this team. I'm really excited for what they bring. The tenacity, the tenacity, pardon me, um, the, the overall character of these guys, the chemistry that they're already building. You know, this team is what, 7-0, and 8-0 together? Like, they're, they're absolutely killing it. I forget either or. I believe it's 7-0. and um, But, um, yeah, it is. Four preseason games and then, um, you know, you had the, you had the, the, the three now. So, um, yeah, seven and zero together, going going up to you know potentially be eight and zero, three and zero in the regular season. So it's definitely something you have to take into consideration that this team is for real. This team is legit. Um, this episode isn't going to be too much longer. I do want to keep it brief. I do want to keep it short. Um, but it, it's just so exciting to watch Bulls basketball again, boys. Like it, it, it has been so long since probably I was ten to fourteen years old. You know, I'm 21 turning 22. Like, it's been a very long time, and we've been in the dark ages for too long. Um, whether that be when, you know, D-Rose recovering, Joakim Noah getting injured, um, D-Wade literally coming to Chicago and instantly leaving, uh, Jimmy Butler forcing his way out because of the Fred Hoiberg stuff, and then Jim Boylan era. Um, it, it was just a bad time. Cameron Payne, before he decided to be the current Cameron Payne, um, you know, um, the one that just got called out by LeBron James for, you know, being out of the league, um, which by the way, I, I found very odd that he said that while sitting right near Mello, who was also out of the league for over a year. Um, I just, I found that odd. I found that very odd and kind of hypocritical um, that, you know, one of your own teammates was also out for over a year. So kind of a weird insult, especially when one of your teammates was going through that very same thing. Uh, it was a little different for Mello's case than than Cam's, um, but it, it, it is what it is. And at the same time, like Mello was probably, you know, if Mello had heard that, he probably would have been like, what the fuck? But, you know, anyways, I'm, I'm so proud of this team. I'm so proud of everything they're doing. Just to recap the rest of the stat line from the rest of the team, um, we have Io with 11 minutes, of one rebound, three assists, and two points. Johnson, six minutes, zeros across the board. Brown, 11 minutes and one point, zero rebounds, zero assists. Green, 18 minutes, 10 points, four rebounds, and one assist. Amazing game from the team all around. Um, they really did hold everyone down. The highest scoring point was uh, 20 points by by Bay. Um, you know, 34 minutes, 16 rebounds, one assist, and 20 points. Grant only had nine points. Stewart had six. Jackson had five. Killian Haynes had uh, two. You know, so so it was so it was a great day. Kelly Olynyk again, 19 minutes, five rebounds, one assist, 10 points. That's great for Kelly. Um, you know, speaking about like you know what Kelly's role is on this team. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about this team. Um, tomorrow, I believe we face the Raptors, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm really excited about that as well. It's in Toronto. So we'll see what happens with that. It's a very big test. Um, you know, I, I understand, you know, Kyle Lowry's gone. 
Um, it's Fred Van Fleet's team now, so you'll, you'll really have to see. But DeMar DeRozan going back to Toronto, it's going to be a very interesting game. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited about it. Um, and I'm overall just really excited about Bulls basketball. Now, I don't have too much more to say except that Billy Donovan has been amazing so far. Uh, Arturis has been amazing so far. He's literally won the city and the media back um, in, in a span of a year, really, like if we're going to be completely honest. Um, I love every single thing that, that we've been doing as a unit, as a franchise. And, and relatively speaking, if we could stay healthy, I feel like we have one of the best chances to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, you, you see the Nets getting blown out by LaMelo Ball today. Um, and, and obviously, it's very early on. And, you know, all it takes is one vaccination from Kyrie Irving for them to have a three-headed monster again um, and, and still have Pat, uh, Pat, Will, uh, Pat, Pat Millsap uh, Blake, Blake, uh, Blake Griffin, pardon me, I'm blanking, um, Blake Griffin and many others on that squad. And, and you still obviously have the Miami Heat, the Bucks, um, the Knicks, the, the, the Hawks and so many others. But at the end of the day, I think this bu- this Bulls team can hang with anybody. I'm really excited for what we're seeing from them. Um, and, and I can't wait to just continue this, this momentum that we're going on. And, and I think there's definitely going to be points throughout this year that, you know, we do start to see them needing to, you know, just go through the growing pains of being a team that's very, fairly new. Um, and I think that it will get more exposed uh, by the better teams. You know, it, it's definitely something that will happen early on. But by the end of the year, if we're all relatively healthy, those growing pains will hopefully be done. Um, you know, you, you expect that, you know, whether it's early on or later on, it does happen. Um, you know, it, it's just it's just how the game works. You know what I mean? You have off nights, um, but you build on that. And that's what I think Billy and Arturis really do, you know, um, instill in this team is that it's OK to make mistakes, but at least you're trying to make them. This isn't like Ben Simmons situation where you're, you're afraid. Lonzo's afraid to take a shot like Lonzo's willing to live or die by the three and he's living by it pretty consistently. Um, so you know, I'm really excited about this team, though. I, I know I keep saying that and reiterating that. But I really am um, way more excited than I am about anything else going on with the Blackhawks or the Bears. And we're going to get into the Blackhawks very soon, too. We, you know, they're, they're on a very rough start. They haven't had a single lead in, in not, not even one, a one-second lead in, at all this season. In, in six games, not one lead. And I believe that's like an NHL record or something. It, it's, it's fucking horrible. It's horrible. Um, there's two coaches in Chicago right now that need to be fucking fired. Um, and one is in hockey and one is in football and you can guess their names. Um, but what's conversation for a different day? Um, with that being said though, thank you guys for listening. Like I said, tomorrow, Monday night, or you could catch it Tuesday morning after it's going to be a later episode. So if you can't listen to then Tuesday morning with Rob Parker, FS1's finest, um, you know, Wednesday, Len Casper, Chicago Cubs, uh, prior and a current Chicago White Sox commentator, amazing individual, amazing guy. Um, and then hopefully very soon, once, you know, he finishes, you know, what he's got going on in his life and everything with the Bulls and his own podcast. And if you haven't checked out his own podcast, it's an amazing listen. He's an amazing individual and he's a three-time Chicago Bulls champion and one of the best commentators in all of basketball, Stacey King. Can't wait to have these guys on, um, you know, still working it out with Jarrett Payton. Um, so I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited for you guys hanging on with me as long as you have. It's truly an honor to have you guys by my side all the time. Um, you guys mean the world to me and I love all of you guys. And I, and I truly mean that, you know what I mean? Like without you guys and your guys' support, whether it be on TikTok, whether it be on Instagram, Facebook, the ASAP network, um, or just here, you know, it, it means the world to me that you guys listen to me as many episodes as I drop. And today we dropped like, what, three? And I still have another Bears recap to do after this. 
Um, so so I, I truly do appreciate and love every single one of you. Um, thank you for sticking with me as long as you have. You guys mean the world to me. Uh, never die easy. This is Mike Hughes from Mike on the Mic. Peace out. Much love.